Mission Chats with John Crow. Welcome back to Mission Chats. In this episode, I conclude my conversation with Tim Ziddle, who is serving down in the country of Belize with his family. And we'll hear a bit more about his experiences, as well as some thoughts he has on what missions is and how to get yourself involved. And then a little more insight into the culture and some experiences that they've had while living in Belize. So let's get back to it. As you reflect back on your time in Belize, are there one or two God stories, something that really stands out for you? Yeah, it's been neat. We've seen people that we've been able to establish relationships with, Mm -hmm. you know, just come to know Christ. Mm -hmm. It's really been a blessing to see. I'll tell you, the biggest impact, I think, for our family has been our neighbors. Mm -hmm. There's a property that we live on, and the family that lives behind us there, we've been having them over for dinner, and just kind of, they've been coming to church, and the mom and the dad, they only speak Spanish. Okay. And our church service is in English, and they'll still come, Okay. you know? (laughs) And it's like, they're just amazing. (laughs) But we've gotten to lead to the Lord and baptize the the three daughters. It's it's like family. Yeah. It's like our yeah. our neighbors are our family. I mean, it's so amazing. And two of uh, Braden's buddies, uh, right when we first moved here, Braden wound up, and all three of them actually went to the Silkgrass School okay. in yeah. in Silkgrass. And two of they were kind of closest living nearby to right. us, and he got to lead them to the Lord yeah. in our back porch, you know, and was sharing with them. And, and at first, he wanted to be homeschooled. Mm-hmm. We said, "What do you think God wants you to right. do?" And ha- really pray about it. And mm-hmm. He did, and he's like, "Yeah, I, th- I think I can make a lot of friends and share with people about Jesus and be kind of that missionary if I was at school." Right. And so he did. He made that challenge to go ahead and go to school, and that's where he met these two guys. Mm-hmm. And he was able to one day lead them to. Yeah. Or you know, our back porch. Right. It was so awesome to see that. And even a lady this past Sunday mm-hmm. who people here have been praying for and praying for, she came to know the Lord yeah. and just accepted Christ. And I mean, everybody's just like, thank you, Lord. Right. It's so cool. And her story, she says, uh, Mr. Tim, she said, if I went to church, uh, the church would burn down. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. And so, you know, you do. You have people that feel like mm-hmm. they can never darken the, the doors right. of a church. Yeah. And so to just have that happen, that spirit of the Lord just working mm. and moving, it's, it's just awesome to be a part of. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, it's neat to see. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. One of the questions I've started asking yeah. people I'm interviewing as well is, how would you define missions based on kind of your experience or your understanding? Yeah, missions. I don't think I've ever taken one missions <laughs> class, right. like at a seminary or anything, you know. So I feel kind of humbled to try and define that. I know there's probably great definitions out there that people, you know, really could have as a foundation. I simply think of the word serving, number one, Mm -hmm. serving. And that happens when you wake up in the morning. I mean, you're with your family. And I heard this one piece of advice that was really awesome, that the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, you know, it has to be starting at home. And I don't know, just kind of personality, I just love studying up on like the Coast Guard and Navy SEALs Mm -hmm. and these kind of things. And the Coast Guard, their motto is is Semper Paratus, which is always ready. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they have this this saying, uh, so others may live. Right. You know, and I just think, man, we're on mission yep. with that. They have all these isolated missions that they're on going. And it all comes back to, to that. So others may live and, and I'm always going to be ready, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're called to do as Christians yeah. is always be ready for that next mission. Yep. It, it might be right outside your door. It might be inside your home. You right. know, it, it's, <laughs> it's always there. So always being ready 
and so others may live. And, and it's speaking life into people, mm -hmm. encouragement. And man, I fail all the time. But if yeah. I keep that in mm -hmm. the forefront of my mind, that, that's right. what I feel like it's about. Yeah. You know, so that's how I would kind of no, look good. at mission. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> good yeah. challenge for us all. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, great. Man. And then lastly, something I always love to hear is just what would you say to someone considering missions for themselves, uh, yeah. whether, you know, again, always thinking kind of young people, you know, mm -hmm. looking at life ahead, maybe people who have lived life and still have some time ahead that they want to yeah. consider a mission career, a second career, as it were. Yeah, definitely. How would you advise someone in that regard? Yeah, I would say just be on your knees praying about that. See what the Lord is saying to you, because mm -hmm. like I said before, if it's a calling and you're being obedient, mm -hmm. that's what you can go back to right. and say, no matter how hard this gets, we're in it because mm -hmm. God called us to mm -hmm. do it. And so when you're obedient, all the other things, God will just provide. Mm -hmm. And it's just miraculous. Right. You know? And so for families that never thought they could be like missionaries mm -hmm. somewhere else, right? You know, and I never would have saw us right. on, on foreign soil, right? right? And planted here. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're a family, I think you're making sure that as a husband and a wife, you're united in mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. it may be the right thing at the wrong time. Right. And one of you could be, you know, feeling like you're holding something up, but it may be that God's using that mm -hmm. to kind of wait and he's still doing some preparation in right. that. And I know certain people that have felt that call to missions and it's taken so long to raise support mm -hmm. to actually get go. And you're like, right. you're itching to go. And you're like, I feel like we're being obedient. Mm -hmm. Well, it just just might be that God's still doing some preparing. Right. Your heart's prepared. Yeah. But in, in that time, God's still preparing you, mm -hmm. you know, to get ready to go. Um, and so we don't always see and know God's plans right. and all that. And I can't begin to ask or answer rather the why questions. Right. I, I, we can't, you know. Yeah. Yep. All we know is God's got something in mm -hmm. store. His timing's perfect. And again, it's so cliche, but just trust His timing, yeah. right? Because yep. we just don't know what he's got up his sleeve sometimes, right. you know, and, yeah. and it's best. And, and we look back. Yeah, That's the testimony that came from, comes from me and Jen uh, as far as dealing with infertility. It's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, wow, we saw God write our story. Right. And yeah. it's his story to write, yep. you know, and we just have to be obedient. Yeah, it's hard. It's mm -hmm. challenging. I'm not saying it was easy at all. Right. Uh, lots of challenges we've overcome but by God's grace. We've just said, what's your story? Mm -hmm. Because God's still writing it. Right. And there's going to be amazing things ahead, challenges ahead. Yeah. And so just being open to doing missions where you're at. Mm -hmm. And then if God's calling you to go somewhere else, right. then be willing yeah. and open. But be prayerful about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Good word. Yeah. yeah thank thanks. you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Now, something just popped in my head, so we're going off script a little bit. Sure. But yeah. what was the most surprising thing for you? You'd done... You know, short-term trips with students, and yeah. I think even yeah. for yourselves, you'd gone to different places, come down here yeah. and checked it out. Yeah. But actually transitioning to live here, was there anything culturally or an experience or anything like that that you know, uh, really jumps out in your memory as maybe something I, you hadn't anticipated? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a good question. I think it was just really surreal at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, when we first moved here, right. we were like, we're here. Yeah, we're actually I mean, doing this. Yeah, yeah. this. This isn't like one week yeah, trip exactly. somewhere, yeah. right? And so I think after that week or two that mm. we were there, it was like, we're here, yeah. you know? And it wasn't really a surprise or anything mm. like that. But I, I think little things, 
you know, they, they serve something here called gib nut, right. which is uh, like this rodent, okay. right? And we tried it, and the missionary prayer has always been, Lord, if I put it down, you keep it down, yeah. you know? And so I've had to do that, you know, in China and India and other right. places too. But gib night, it was, it was kind of cool, yeah. you know? So yep. there was one night, and it was our neighbors that brought it over. Okay. It was a surprise. It was like, we're having gib nut. Oh, all right, <laughs> yes. And it was actually good, right. you know? So yeah. I was thankful. Tastes you know? like chicken. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. so it, was, it was cool, but yeah. I mean, always tasting different mm-hmm. things, but yeah. experiencing new culture, new surprises. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Belize has been relatively, you know, just interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've had more shocks maybe in like China or right. India okay. or things like yeah. that. Yeah. But Belize, I mean, you know, it it's just a, a great place down here. I mean, you got the the Caribbean Sea, you got the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's some awesome some things fun to, stuff do to do here. as a family. Yeah. yeah, but definitely plenty of ministry. Mm-hmm. People are hurting here. Yeah. COVID hit hard here. And so just keep in mind the the people mm-hmm. of Belize, yeah. you know, they uh, they've heard a lot of the gospel Mm-hmm. you know message right but it's that discipleship it's going yeah. deeper that right. they need the accurate picture mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the word of god right you know and knowing jesus yeah. as a relationship mm-hmm. right so that's kind of the, the key thing there but yeah that's a, that's a good yeah. question yeah, <laughs> yeah. surprising things like that yeah one more thing because you know obviously i've been down here a few times now mm-hmm. and i think it's always fascinating the different people groups and i don't know if you could yeah. just speak briefly for our listeners who yeah, maybe absolutely. aren't familiar with belize and absolutely you know, just kind of help them understand sure. the diversity that you're you're serving yeah definitely the thing we got drawn to with belize is that english is the official language Mm -hmm. Um, now when you get here and you're on the ground you realize that most people speak like a creole Mm -hmm. or spanish right but they understand english and english is being taught in the schools right and so most people can understand it and so our church on sunday mornings i preach in english we do worship songs in english um but on Sunday morning, it's just been so cool because I look out at all the people and I see the Griffin of people. Mm-hmm. Now, the Griffin of people are more of, you know, we would consider in the States African-American mm-hmm. people. And then the, the, you got the Mayan people, which right. they would be kind of more like the Spanish people. And, uh, and then you have the, the white people, yeah. right? And yeah. um, you also have like Canadians and, uh, you know, right. and I see like this diversity yeah. out of the crowd. And I see like this congregation is the church. Yep. Like we're not letting any racial things mm-hmm. divide us. Right. We're coming together and truly that spirit of the Lord and not division mm-hmm. is in there. You know, and, yeah. and it's like the church being the church. And it's so awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I just love being a part of that. Right. And a little glimpse that. of heaven. Yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. really is. Because yeah. uh, you got the catchy language. That's a, kind of a Mayan okay. you know, thing. And, and then Spanish and yeah. Creole. So, yeah, it's a very diverse country. But also the church on Sunday mornings is like that. It's so representing that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really cool to, to see awesome. that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It's yeah. been yeah, just yeah. A, a joy to be able to do this and actually sitting across from each other here, which yeah, people right. may or may not realize often I'm doing these on Zoom. But this is fun doing it face-to-face. That's and right. <laughs> appreciate it's an honor. Thank you making for time. And yeah. yeah. Let me just pray for you and your family and the appreciate ministry of that. Kids Connect. And appreciate that. Man. Father God, we just thank you so much for the amazing ministry that takes place here in Belize through Kids Connect and through Tim and Jen and their kids specifically, Father. It's just been such an encouragement to hear how even their children are here to serve and to be a light and to share their faith in you with their friends. And Lord, I just thank you for the example they set. Thank you for their faithfulness to the call you've put on their lives. I thank you for their flexibility and the way that they've been able to adapt and just take on whatever's 
brought their way as far as opportunities for ministry. And Lord, it's encouraging to hear of fruit coming of that, and I would pray that you'd bring much more fruit in the years ahead as well. And just continue to protect and provide for their needs and allow them to see you at work day in, day out, as they yeah, just put in the hard effort to, to represent you well. And Lord, I just thank you for the Zittle family. I pray your blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank well, thanks so much, Tim. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it's you. been a yeah. blessing. All yeah. right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mission Chats. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I'd like to encourage you to consider being a part of the Zittle family ministry through the practical help of financial support. If you check the show notes, there's a link there to the online giving page for their family, and I know they would appreciate any help you can give in that practical way. And I would really appreciate it if you would share Mission Chats with other like-minded friends who you think might be interested to hear stories of people involved in missions around the world. So with that, until next time, God bless. Find us online at missionchats.com.